I was walking through the city streets And a man walks up to me and hands me the latest energy drink Run faster, jump higher Man, I'm not gonna let you poison me I threw it on the ground You must think I'm a joke I ain't gonna be part of your system Man, pump that garbage in another man's vein all right, here we go. All right, all right. So, um, <clears throat> a lot of different things that we could probably be discussing right now, but I know we touched upon it in our last little podcasty, uh, where we were talking about uh, the Kanye Taylor Swift situation, right? Uh, and how that's you know basically you're looking at uh, you know people who. They got famous because they're celebrities, uh, or because they're, you know, they're musicians or whatever. But Kanye's wife, Kim, as we know, is a celebrity, right? Uh, based off of, you know, for the most part, aside from the, the whole sex tape situation, um, I'm gonna go come out and, and say it's it's because of the reality show, right? I'm sure. So I agree with that. Reality shows, I guess, when Mark Burnett came out with like the first version of Survivor. Everybody was kind of going, oh, this is so groundbreaking. You know, we've right. got these people on an island. And there was a Temptation Island on Fox, and I Want to Marry My Boss, and uh, just kind of kept steamrolling. Um, so here's my, my topic, uh, my, my guess, because I'm curious. I, I wanted to ask you, if you could create your own reality show and you had your own budget... For that reality show, it was greenlit before you even pitched it, right? You knew you could make it. What are a couple of ideas that you would throw out as Ryan's reality show? What do you think people want to see based off of kind of what's currently going on out there? Train wrecks, not not literal train <laughs> Is that be wrecks. the name of your reality right. show? Train wrecks. We're talking life train wrecks. Yeah, well, you it could I mean? be. I mean, I I've, bet people will watch that. That's pretty much how they cast anyway for most of those shows. Most of those people are train wrecks. But get people in there that are just falling apart and see how they... how they. That's the pitch? How they go together. Find, well, find people. <clears throat> so basically, it's just find <clears throat> people whose yeah. lives are falling apart and put them in a room together. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, that's the combo? That's the kind of... Th- There's no hook? The, that's the kind of people want to see. But there's no hook. Like, there's no, like, you're, is it romantic? You can. You can have a hook. A giant hook. If you want to, like, have one come in and be like, you know, if you're voted out of the house or wherever they are, this giant hook comes, sure. Speaking of hooks, why not do something like... Um, Let's make it a live person fishing game where yeah, people exactly. are fishing for people in another room. Or it's romantic, where it's you put a bunch of couples on a boat in the Bering Sea fishing for tuna, so it's deadliest catch... Meets the Bachelor. <laughs> now there's your hook, <laughs> right? Would that work? Yeah, it probably would. Yeah, I could see that working. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to have a big boat, and you know they probably wouldn't catch a fish. It'd just be a lot of sun tanning and complaining. Right. You know. Right. Well, I mean, you you could do Big Brother on a boat. I mean, essentially. On a yacht. Yeah, it could be the same thing. They're stuck in a small quarters anyway, so you might as well put them out in the middle of the ocean. See how they just fare. let them fend for themselves. Yeah, <laughs> shark-infested territories. And like... the loser gets thrown. If you don't get the rose, you get thrown overboard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so it just tosses you a little donut to to float on. And a little ass donut. Little... <laughs> I like what they give you for a bad hemorrhoid. My hemorrhoids are flaring up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Here you go. He'll be fine. <clears throat> I mean, we don't know. We don't have any reality shows that take place on a boat. Um, hmm. the love boat. We have. We had islands. We've had islands before. We have islands. Yes, of course. Fantasy island. Uh, what's another good twist of a reality but I, show? But I think if you take that formula, so that's big. Like Netflix just came out with this show that's bat, like Battlefish, I think is what it's called, and they're they're fishing for albacore tuna, and people love you know the, it's the reality of it, the danger, um, and that you've got these guys, one one group of guys are on on, on a speedboat, and they're just pound for pound catching as many fish as they can, kind of old school, and then you got the guys who are out there in a bigger bigger rig. Uh, who are out there for days, just and it's just who knows where the fish are. Right. If you were to kind of take that and, and apply any of the like traditional formulas to it, kind of like um, The Apprentice, you know, <laughs> right. where if, try try your hand, and if you win, you get your own fishing boat, that kind of thing. Right. You get to be captain of your own deal. Oh, yeah. All I think right. that would be about as close as you could get to a new... Yeah. A new hook. Yeah. Uh, another... Good and you one. could probably do that in so many different facets. I mean, this is I, I. We should basically be calling this topic the reality TV show ma- mashup hour. Right. <laughs> so, it's like, so think of. So you uh, take house flippers and. Uh, yeah. What else could you flip? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's not just about flipping a house. Now, right. now you can flip like. Uh, yeah. I, I, maybe this is super wrong to say. Could you flip people? May, I, <laughs> Could you take somebody who's, you know, really down on their luck? Is it the first reality show on the dark web we're talking about? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just thinking, like, could you take somebody who's who's begging for change off of the interstate and just queer-eye those guys, mm-hmm. take them to that next level, and see if you could get them hired by, say, Goldman Sachs or something? Right. You know? That could be, I could, yeah. That would be another one. Yeah. Um, homeless person reform. Yeah. Re- uh, no? I, I can't come up with a better title yeah. than that. That sounds <laughs> but, spot on. But they should. There should be some sort of like extra hook there, right? You've Homescaping. Got several homeless people, but only one makes it all the way to the end that ends up getting a job. Right. You know what I mean? So there's a whole. And we don't care if he keeps the job because he right. probably will show up and you know everybody's going to be like the new hire is over there taking a dump in his cuticle. Right. Cubic cubicle. <laughs> This is this is very I, unprofessional. It's what I'm used to doing. I don't I don't know. I'm sorry. That makes for great TV though. Yeah. Especially if you've got a guy like they have they have the little office birthday right, party right. and this guy's like taking all the food and stashing it into a plastic bag. <laughs> right. Does it maybe, does it talk to anybody just very slyly? Right. Or maybe it's like a big brother situation where each each homeless person that's a part of the show has like that one person that has to do all the different things to see if his homeless person actually is the one that gets hired. Ooh, right? yeah. Right. So like Oh my god! He got the camera. Really, he's got that. He's he's taking a shit in his I, cubicle right now. And and John's like, oh my god! We were totally gonna win this thing until that. He was like a straight shooter. I think we've. I, I I think we could get arrested for this podcast for being so insensitive. But it is. It is, you have to understand, people. Whoever is probably not listening. We it's all in in good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but, I but yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. I'm all about. I mean, I don't think what we're coming up with right now is any worse than what they've already put up on screen. I mean, taking people who are either married or engaged or whatever and then trying to break them up for the entertainment of, you know, America right. is just, like, it's it's kind of deplorable. Right, well, then you're talking about wife swap, really. Wife right? swap's <laughs> another one. Somebody who's already kind of kicked me when I'm down. Right. Um but yeah, I'm trying to think of something that we could throw into the mix with like Shark Tank. 
Um, right. I mean, they. I feel like they sort of an incubator stage for something. Maybe yeah, not, maybe not but I mean, if but... you wanted to go like really funny with it, you could you could do like a Shark Tank meets The Office, where it's nothing but just horrible inventions, <laughs> and like the guy who is the the main judge, like the Mark Cuban of it all, is like your Michael Scott type character right. who, who only got famous because he happened to stumble upon something right like out of sheer luck he's not a great invent he's a horrible inventor he just made money doing it so because most of those guys i hate to say it i, I can't watch because it's so pretentious right you know, the, the that guy, show itself yeah yeah the the, the people who are those like yeah we're the, sh- we're the sharks right we're so we're <laughs> well that's so, their hook yeah <laughs> you have to impress me because i invented spanks mr wonderful and the crew uh so yeah, I mean, you could apply a lot of different stuff to Shark Tank. To that model? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, what is... What it's basically is, you got four judges deciding whether they want what, what you have What is or not. Shark Tank but American Idol or The Voice right, okay. for, for inventors or, right, or entrepreneurs? Or right. Right? So reality TV, uh, everything is so formulaic. They're just, there's no new... Nothing you can sink your teeth into. Right. No pun intended there's on the every shark reali- There's every, like... But it's all the same formula. show it's and... It's all the same formula. And, I yeah. mean, ooh, this, this, the Learning Channel, right? So they made a big... Uh, the Learning Channel made a really, really big splash with Honey Boo Boo and uh, Child Pageants. That, yeah. I didn't learn anything new. I can't say that I learned anything while I was tuned to that channel. I learned a little bit about the type of entertainment some people in this world are interested in. Yeah, well, (laughs) who doesn't love to look at Honey Boo Boo? Yeah, my mama loves Honey Boo Boo. Like they came back years later. Child on the great after losing a whole bunch of weight, I think, huh? Oh yeah, Yeah. she. uh, Maybe she got shocked with a little diabetes news, right, or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But if if you apply that model, where it's I mean, same thing. Cupcake Wars, mm-hmm. Iron Chef, all right. of it's American Idol, right? You know, but then again, all of it is Survivor, right? Who's the last man standing? Children's Chef or whatever right. children's cooking shows, yeah. So, I don't know. Can we think of? I, I hate to say, what's the most depraved version of that formula that you can come up with? Right. And I'm not saying you want to see anybody like. Get murdered, obviously. Well, yeah, Fear Factor, you know. Fear Factor was right up there. Yeah. Like, if you eat the scorpion, you're in the running for 10 Gs. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Done. Right. Um, right. So there's tons of them, but I, I just, I know that there's one they haven't touched upon. So wh- now the second question is, what's the, what's the craziest thing? Oh, Fail Wars. Okay, um, so everybody knows... That there is uh, a huge audience for fail videos. Hashtag fail. Yeah, yeah. Guy, guy who skateboards down a rail and, and just crotches himself. Trampolines or whatever. They're all exactly. fail Exactly. So, I mean, you could actually set something up to where it's, you know, wor- worst, worst fail. And it's kind of like America's Got Talent, only it's America's Got Talent meets Jackass. <laughs> right. right so the most creative fail exactly would be, would be judged and, and you're set i mean you're set there people are setting themselves up to fit you know my name is right, johnny right. knoxville and i'm strapping myself to a rocket it's that kind of stuff right and the person who goes all out the most even, if they, even if they fail right. if they succeed if they pull it off 
it's almost it's just as good as it's, if, a, it's an art form in itself. If at that they point. fail, mm, right? Absolutely. You know, and those guys, it wasn't just about you know driving at sixty miles an hour on a you know, down a hill on a tricycle into the back of a bus. No, it was put firecrackers down your pants. And exactly. You survive. <laughs> Can you drink this horse cum right. without right. throwing up? Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. See, good... it makes you kind of cringe, mm-hmm. but I think I mean MTV could could rein it in oh, if yeah. they if they started putting I think that's a there. pretty great idea actually. Don't you would you watch it? I would watch that show for sure. Cuz people are doing like I love those try- fail videos. Oh my gosh. And these people would be like, "Are you kidding me? We were going to set up the best fail. Would they have to yeah, would they have to be filmed live doing the fail, I guess?" And sometimes uh I think the fail mostly a lot of the fails are kind of easy. They're just degrading like uh what I like to call the nudity fails. You know what I mean <laughs> right. where where you you have you you get dared to do something like mm-hmm. you know w- walk naked into your office and give a a pitch and just pretend like you're fully clothed everything's totally normal yeah yeah um you know the rest of them are are could it could put somebody in a lot of danger so you'd have to say okay all of the your stuff is has got to be taped by you beforehand right we don't want we're not you're doing it of your own accord and then submitting whatever it is that you did and then we'll judge it based off of that so there's no live anything because otherwise it's a lawsuit waiting to happen oh right right someone will shoot a rocket off off their nuts on camera yeah and then be like cut to a commercial yeah exactly can't can't do this this but yeah, I, I like the idea of that. And then okay. Yeah, and then they like, they come back. It's like John failed so bad, <laughs> so bad. And then you you have the, the, but that's a baked in part you, like the finale find, show. You find the winner. He has yeah. no arms left. Exactly. He's like, but you go back in time and you're like, let's look at last seasons. Right. Yeah, and it's all these people who you know you have your in memoriam. Right. I hate to say that. it's so bad. But Wedding fails. Isn't that kind of where we're headed with television? Is it, everything's kind of been done or at least you feel like they have until somebody comes up with that next oh man that's so obvious yeah i had i had an idea a long time ago i mean i don't have details but the idea was to have a reality show on the running of being the next president so whenever the circus they had that on showtime that's that's what really yeah it was all it was like leading up to going through the primaries all that stuff okay yeah they did that so I, it's a good. It's a great idea. Obviously, it obviously they did. Happened. Obviously, oh, they yeah. did it. Um, I would. I don't know. I kind of feel like there's way too many shows that are looking for the winners. Right. You want to find the losers. Yeah. Where are the where's the ones where it's it's like you lost you lost and you lost so much that you get rewarded <laughs> that yeah we have to be like it's almost charity it's kind of like okay this was so bad. <laughs> That we have to step up to this place. Well, isn't that America's Funniest Home Videos? <laughs> yeah, actually, it is. Ten grand for the worst. They did, for the, the person fail. who eats it, the worst. Oh, but sometimes you get the cat that's playing. Yeah, and the accordion. And it's and just so cute and funny that they get ten G. Would you say that cat failed? Yeah, no, I don't think that's so. not a fail. No, that's that, a win. That's the cat a, doesn't even know he's winning. No, that's <laughs> he's just doing it for sheer pleasure. And how? And and Funniest Home Videos been around for what? Thirty years. Oh my gosh! I think is it Carlton Banks who hosts it yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> is that is he going to go through life as Carlton Banks? <laughs> right. He's going to be like uh, Banks Party of Two. Right. I'm really. sorry. My name's uh, what what was his name? Uh, uh oh gosh, I can't remember it. Uh it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, it ranks right up there with Will Smith, like he, he, as far as memory is concerned. Right. Uh, <laughs> R- Ricardo Ribeiro. Alfonso Ribeiro. There it is. That's his name. Yeah. Um, the first awesome. reality show. Right? Oh, yeah. If, <laughs> well, of. and it was Bob Saget <clears throat> doing oh, it, right? The dirtiest of them all. Oh, my God. That guy's yeah. <laughs> so funny, but nobody knows how dirty he is. <laughs> He's great. He's pretty dirty, oh. uh, most unassumingly. Well, man, if if I if you come up with any that cross your mind where you're just thinking, oh god, this would be an awesome. This is gonna be the. I'll next. say, press record. We need to talk for a second. Hit Here's this, my pitch. This is the big one. This is it. This yep. is we're gonna. Hey, f you money after this one. Right. <laughs> Who's the right. advertisers? Who buys on on the on the epic fail? Right. Well, who advertises? Yeah, on that? or on any of the ones Toilet we've pitched paper, so far. Maybe. Who, yeah, exactly. Band aid. In Ameritrade. Right. Are you trying to increase your portfolio? Right. <laughs> Obviously, the people who are watching this show protect yourself are, from mayhem. Are big investment right. type people. <laughs> Where can we put our money? That's right. We're spending our time. Are you worried about again. retirement? <laughs> <laughs> Worry no more. Learn how to fail That's right. miserably. Oh my gosh! All yeah. right, I call it that. That's not bad. That's nice. Go to my favorite hot dog stand And the dude says You come here all the time Here's one for free I said, man, what I look like A charity case I took it and threw it on the ground I don't need your handouts I'm an adult Please You can't buy me hot dog, man all right, so here we are one more time again. Always, always happy. Lunching, enjoying some lunch, mm-hmm. doing some lunch, doing some chatter. Chewing on some words. That's true. That's true. Words and roast beef sandwich. There you go. Um, that, uh, I have a whole topic set that I want to do uh, based off the fact that I say uh and um way too much. Oh. I feel like I should bring in a shock collar for you. And I'll just start off on a topic, and then you just get to shock me every time I, I pause you, too long, or I say uh, or um, or uh, or e, or... You've noticed that them. over the past few episodes? I'm baffled by how often... <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's not a stutter, it's just a stop, and I, I use the same... I also use the same phrases over and over again. Like... You know? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, and uh, write, and uh, se- there's several... There's okay. several. I, I, okay. I need to I need to diversify, get a little bit better. Uh, at delivering? Well, yeah, making sure that uh, I'm not, uh, um, e, uh, yeah, you sound stupid, man. I don't want to sound stupid, <laughs> which is exactly what I'm doing right now, sounding stupid. Okay. So, so stupid. I've got this topic. Okay. Uh, not to waste a, a minute and 20 seconds on my ums. The, um... Uh, news came out yesterday. It was covered by several different sources. Uh, this there's another uh, that Stephen Hawking. His final book is 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 out, and in his final book, uh, he makes the declarative statement uh, that there's no possibility of God in our universe. Okay. Now this is a very respected guy, mm-hmm. probably one of the most brilliant minds that the Earth has ever known. How do you feel about him making a statement? Now, I don't know what your religious affiliations are. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Some people are kind of one toe in, one t- one toe out. Right. Some people are full blown. Every Sunday they're in church. They're big believers. Doesn't matter what you believe in. You know, Hindu, Muslim, Buddhist, Christian, Jewish. Right. right. He, he blanket statement the whole thing, and basically said, "There's there's just there's absolutely no mathematical reasoning uh, to support the idea that God exists because." Everything we know about our universe dictates that it's pure chaos. Right. So there's no way for any grand design of that chaos. Right. Now, uh, well, I guess that would make him an atheist. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Without question. Right. <laughs> I don't even think, I mean, he'd say, yes, I'm an atheist, but I don't think he even believes in the label. Right. That's why I, that's why I said, like, I guess he would It be. is what it is. I don't need to it's tell not. people that I don't believe in this uh, because. It's I, just science. <laughs> it's science. Right. It's like saying, I, I believe that this donut is tasty. It either is or it isn't. Okay. And I think. I think people who there are a lot of people out there that choose faith. I think as sort of their guide to life, if they choose a religion, or some might not actually fully believe, but maybe they follow that life that you know that sort of guidance of that of that That's religion. That's it. It's the nature versus <clears throat> nurture, and I've asked this question many times to people. Uh, who get and I don't classify myself as you know, I, I I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was brought up a Christian, but you know, honestly, I, I believe in the science of things a lot more than other people. Right. So I can't. I, I don't. I don't believe in a lot of the fairy tale stuff. Uh, as uh, I think Bill Burr, who I think is one of the most amazing guys. Um, he talks about this a lot. You know, you kind of. You grow up thinking to yourself, because you've been taught all these things. Uh, there's a there's a fat guy who comes down the chimney and gives me presents. Right. There's a bunny who lays Easter eggs. Uh, you know, there's a fairy that comes and takes my teeth. Sure, back then it was easy to believe that there was a bearded kid, you know, moonwalking right. across the water <laughs> and handing out fish and shrimp and whatever. You know? Right. So when you get older. And I guess to that point, he was making, and this was long before this article came out, but he said there's there's no way to really justify a lot of these things that you believed as a kid, as an adult. So you go back and you go, oh, well, you know, maybe I'm not going to be a rock star, or maybe I'm not going to be a movie star, maybe I'm not going to be an astronaut, or whatever it is that I I drew in crayon saying, this is me and... In 25 years, this is what know, I want to 30 be. years or 50 years. When I'm a grown-up, I'm going to be this. A lot of that stuff fades away as you get older, yet somehow the core Christian stuff or the, the, the stuff that you were it was ingrained in you as a kid. Right. How does that, how does that stick, I guess? Well, I mean, you do it, all the t- you do it every, every week, right? So Is it peer pressure? Well, it depends. I mean, if you're a child and your parents are... T- are you know having you be raised in a certain religion is that are you being peer pressured from your parents <laughs> well you don't have a choice it's it's peer pressure but it's also societal pressure so like okay. af- after you're out and you're on your own if you still want to maintain close relationships with your family and that's why they say never discuss religion and politics right so you know if you've got 
a Democrat and a Republican who are very, very strong in their views, uh, who are in the same family, it makes very awkward conversation over a Thanksgiving turkey. Right. Just because neither one's going to back down. Right. Everybody's just so stuck. Same thing happens with religion. You can't Mm -hmm. argue with somebody who uses faith as the magic bullet. Right. And saying, I have faith, you're not going to change my mind. Not that anybody's ever trying to change your mind. Most of the time, you're just trying to open up a forum of discussion saying, hey, have you considered the fact? Think about it this way. Yeah, here are the facts on this side. What do you think about that? How how would you, how does your religion, right. you know, and your beliefs how, how does how can you explain that? And in most cases, whenever I try and stay away from these things, uh, obviously you and I can talk about it all day. Yeah, <laughs> but I try and stay away from these things because with the family or in general, with with family or or friends who, uh, you know, even my my, my wife is really Christian, and okay. it, it never it's ta- having conversations about it. Right. Uh, never goes positive in my direction because she always sees it uh, and anybody else I've ever had conversations with where I'm like, well, what do you think about this or right. that? Uh, how can you exp- how how do you explain that within the, the construct of of theology and, and 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 an omniscient presence that's just always there? Uh, they can't. Right. Nobody can. You know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. That's right. How can you how can you. A, a child who was born malnourished uh, with, you know, leukemia or something, how is that uh, evidence that there's somebody in control pushing buttons? It's random. Right. right. It's absolutely random. Uh, yeah, I agree you know? with that. So I can't, I can't get my head around any argument to the contrary where it's like, well, everything happens for a reason. Right. Well, not to that poor kid. There's no reason, you know, or, or the, anybody who gets cancer or anybody who, uh, I mean, somebody gets hit by a car or the earth gets hit by an asteroid. Right. It's chance. It's random. There's it, nobody up there pushing the yeah, buttons. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> saying, hey, I think I'm going to blow up the earth today. Hey, I'm, nobody gets up and goes, I'm going to get into a car accident. Right. I'm going to rear end this guy on the highway because... It's planned. I'm planning it. Or there's a god up there who really wants me to bump into this guy who's gonna. Well, that's it. I mean, I mean, that gives people a way to live their life with peace of mind, with chance in the world. You know what I mean? Anything can happen to them, and they've got a failsafe in their belief system. And I think a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people need that. A lot of people need some sort of guidance and sort of sort of guidebook. Uh, I was I was raised Catholic, sort of. I mean, I we did. All How do the, you sort of? Well, I mean, I guess I I was in a sense that. Did you I, go to confession and see a priest and all that stuff, or? Well, I did the first Holy Communion and that kind of thing when I was little, right? They do those things when you're little, and then towards middle middle school and high school, I wasn't like I was at a public school, and we. When my grandparents came to visit, we would go to church, and my parents would be like, "Act like we go to church every Sunday." <laughs> and then, as soon as we got, my sister and I, both, there's that peer pressure I was talking yeah, about. Yep. Yeah. As soon as we got into high school, and both my sister and I had cars, my parents were like, "You guys can go to church if you want to, but we're not." <laughs> you know what I mean? So I went one way, and my sister went the other way, and she's full Christian and raising her family that way. They're they're they don't, I mean. She doesn't come across as like a big Bible pusher, but they definitely went that route. And they're, you know, it, it works. 
it, it does people, it, it you does know. give you i mean it does it provides a service sure a developmental service it's like we all decided a long time ago through i mean obviously if you're a creationist you believe the earth was created by god 10,000 years ago right so can't explain the dinosaurs on that one right but if you believe in just the evolution of human beings and and getting there and that religion somehow played a role in that evolution we obviously <clears throat> wouldn't be here at this stage in in our mm. civilization without religion it, it it's a fundamental role cuz it it gave us without god uh somebody once famous i, uh, I don't know if it was voltaire um okay. maybe somebody else uh, the the quote is if god didn't exist it would be necessary for man to create him and that's because without that uh, and they've done studies if you have a a 3 or 4 year old child who's in a room and you you put a donut in front of him or a a toy and you say okay don't don't play with that um i'm going to go into the other room the kid, when you're gone, is going to play with that or, or eat the donut. Right. And when okay. you come back and you say, hey, what happened? Did you play with the toys? Can you go, nope, because there's no consequences. Right. However, if you say there's an invisible guy over there in the corner who's watching you. Right. And if he sees you play with it, you're going to be in real trouble. Right. Well, what do you think the kid does? He's more interested in the invisible guy in the corner. Right. He's like... Looking around, mm -hmm. testing to see, testing the waters. Is this? Is this? Am, am I really gonna get? He doesn't even care about the toy anymore. He's just more concerned. Like, okay, I better be on the straight and narrow, right? Because otherwise, I'm gonna get touched by this invisible person, right? Um, so that's how it works. So I think that's just yeah, it's, that's we we f we fill up our children's heads with right and wrong, using really great stories that no one can prove mm -hmm. but they're they're exceptional they, they they're very clear definitions of how to read a lead a really positive life and and right. and how to you know go down the wrong path and, and screw right. over your neighbor it really comes down to the the 10 commandments you know and and all of the different versions of that right so, if you do right, you go to heaven. If you do wrong, you go to hell. Hmm. Okay. Right. Why would, why would God, if God had a choice, obviously Lucifer's God's son. Maybe they had a falling out. It was pretty bad. Now he says, hey, I don't want to live in your house anymore. I'm going to go create my own place. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, you know, can you, can you see... If we're made in his image and you look at the father-son relationships that exist, have you ever walked away or have you ever seen a son walk away from a father and build his own house and just torture everybody who shows up? <laughs> no, no, I have not. Like, I, my whole purpose here... I know that you want these people to get in because you love you love your human being so much over us angels. I'm your son too. Jesus is your son, but you know you don't like the way that I'm doing stuff. 
Right. So I'm going to go and do my thing, and I'm just going to spend eternity punishing your favorite thing, which is these humans. Well, then, if you're God and you have control over that, wouldn't you be thinking to yourself, well, shit, i got to start dialing back all of the creation, you know, all the, <laughs> the population of humans. Right. Because if I'm, I'm going to create these things, and my son's just hell-bent on destroying them, Yeesh, that doesn't seem like it's going to end too well. Right. (laughs) Plus, if I'm God and I created Lucifer and I'm all-powerful, why is he at war? Right. Wouldn't it just be like, hey, I'm I'm not liking this relationship, Lucifer, so (laughs) I'm God. Yeah. So fingers snapped and you're vaporized and now you don't exist anymore yeah because i'm god i can do that you're stuck chained to that cloud over there. why give lucifer any power at all right why set up this dynamic where failure where everyone is born in sin everyone right you know we're just destined to be sinners that's our whole lot in life and our our goal our life goal is to make the right choices and absolve ourselves through sin of, of sin through leading positive lives. Right. So if we're set up to fail like that, I, none of, none of it makes sense to me once you get into the details, like once you get past what you teach, like the three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, however long it takes. Right. Like the, I'd like to say the surface level stuff. Uh-huh. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Don't murder. Right. Heaven. Heaven, if you're good, heaven. Yeah, if you're good, you get presents from Santa Claus. If you're bad, you get switches and coal. If you're good, you go to heaven. If you're bad, you go to hell. That's just like the basic. Right. But then you start getting into the real details of this stuff and like the war between heaven and hell and the war between the angels and all these different things. Fascinating, amazing storytelling. However... There's it you, you what we know about the universe now as it stands. I mean, I I feel like the the Greeks, you know, some of the, the Galileos, the the mm-hmm. the Aristotles, these guys who are looking up at stars and our solar system and and Saturn and Jupiter and the sun and realizing well th- those things in our universe are great protectors those right. lifeless things that orbit around the sun are our great pro- are, are the reason that life can exist and it's so turbulent and so chaotic out there that it's a one in a in a, you can't do the math that third rock from the sun but then you think about how big the universe is and right. it just and how many universes there might actually be. Right. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, yeah, I kind of grew over time. I kind of grew looking at religion as some, as like a crutch. It was like, it was just something that helped people deal with their day to day lives or deal with dying or, or drugs or addiction or right. Sex addiction. There you go. There you go. Um, so, Obviously, like it comes back to it. it, definitely serves a purpose. But yeah. So you, I guess, aside from your family mm-hmm. and your experience, now when you run into people who are a little bit leaning more towards the who who kind of wear their religion on their sleeves, mm-hmm. you feel like 
they're almost a little bit more flawed yeah in terms of you know like oh well you've you probably lived a pretty tough life before you found god right on cell block d <laughs> right pumping and iron for jesus you put it a good way i mean the the, the you know the the religious the people who are very religious that wear it on their sleeve that they're just all about it and they'll they're yeah. trying to atone they for put it. it in everything that they talk about and they give thanks and they and they show appreciation all the time and, and every con- every argument one and every conversion mm-hmm. to the church mm-hmm. every new person they bring into the congregation is another another check on the box of right you know righteous and my straight stairway to heaven saint peter hope right. you're uh, <laughs> hope you hope you got that one down cuz that th- this one's mm-hmm. a whale He's a yeah. He's got a pure soul. You're gonna love this guy. <laughs> I think that's where my sister's situation kind of gave me perspective on both sides and start to appreciate it a little bit more because she doesn't wear it on her sleeve, but they they're very they're just by the book, if you will, when it comes to textbook Christians. Well, yeah, exactly. When it comes to that and you go know, to church, society, tithe. and how much you give back, and where you put your time and energy, and that kind of thing. Um, but it looks great. Their son is, their son is super well-rounded, easy to hang out with and talk to smart. And, you know, they're very humble and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's interesting. My sisters are the same way. They go to church Yeah, and they're big. I mean, and I'm, I'm all about, I have, I see absolutely nothing wrong with it. In fact, I think absolutely, it's a very, it leads to very positive things mm. on the day to day. Right. When you talk about religion on a mass scale, it leads to nothing like but destruction. Problems and that's if, like wars and everything like that. Because of the, the affiliation that people have for wanting to live the right way and by the word of their God or their Lord, mm-hmm. there's suicide bombs. There's, you know, land grabs, you know, people moving in on other people's territory. There's there's disputes over who gets to put their church where and mm-hmm. who's right and who's wrong. And it, it messes with the civility because people have this need. Right. You know, they, they have to be right because... If, if I'm a hardcore Texas Christian, and I have somebody who's a Muslim that moves into my neighborhood, Excuse me. we have totally different beliefs. But as it turns out, we may actually, as people, have a lot in common. Maybe we both like to of course. play tennis, and or or we're, we both play chess. We our kids go to the same school. Uh, right. We're both into into sports or into movies or or whatever. As whatever people, we have common things. Right. But when it comes down to your team on a grand scale, anybody who's affiliated with the hardcore Republicans, right? You know. You see that Texas guy out there wearing his MAGA hat, yeah. and now all of a sudden, the Muslim neighbor is overly offended. You can't. This is just. I. I don't want my child around it. I don't want to see that. It's just too hardcore. And he he shoves his his politics and his his religion, his mm-hmm. Christianity, uh, in my face and makes it hard for me to be me. And then on the other side, you, the you know the the Muslim. 
They've got their burkas. They got their 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 mats. Their praying mats. They go to the mosque. They have their own thing. They have their own holidays. The Texas guy, the Texas Christians, looking over and going, "Well, this is an infringement, right, on my Christian. I shouldn't have to." be exposed to this kind of stuff and right. that's where this divide kind of and that's interesting a lot of atheists use that point it's like so if this god is right why are all these other gods wrong and so forth you know what i mean yeah or why if this guy god exists how, how come none of these other gods exist to you as a christian or to you as a catholic or whatever it is you know what i mean like it's crazy that they all have this practice and they believe in this and and they pray to a god, but say that everyone else's religion is wrong. Is wrong. Yeah. Well, you're obviously going to hell because you don't pray to the same god that I do. Right. right. Obviously. I mean, it should go without saying. I don't even know why we're having this conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I shouldn't be talking to you. It's already yeah. a notch in my belt. I mean, going. I feel like yeah, I'm being dragged <laughs> down. You know, they're unche- unchecking the boxes from that new guy I brought into the congregation just because you moved in next door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's a it's a tough one. I also kind of equate the fear of other religions mm-hmm. to the same propagandized fear that people had towards marijuana. Okay, yeah. So if you think about marijuana and all the the benefits that it might have, mm-hmm. whether it's medicinal, whether it's a sleep aid, uh, whether it's uh, just because you like to get get high. Yeah. yeah well, however you look at it, it, it was such a taboo thing for so long, for all the wrong reasons. Right. But, you know, I, I even, my parents would always, when they talked about it, they're like, you're not smoking dope, are you? You know, like, you're not doing, you're not doing drugs. Right. You're not smoking those drugs. Right. That, that pot, that Mary Jane. Well, it was really... It was pushed really hard on our parents as far as oh, how yeah, bad was, drugs were was, for you. All the commercials and everything. <laughs> right. Reefer madness. You, know, yeah. you do this, this you're is... going to fall off the edge, get get people pregnant, eventually commit suicide. I mean, it, it was just like, <laughs> it made this, this made it such a horror story. That's how, because of the way that the news cycle goes, mm-hmm. involving everything now, religion, uh, if any one group of people affiliated with with a religion mm-hmm. are bad actors, overzealot, take take action, riot, do something, you know, dem- demonstrate, you use slurs or you know, what, what's this KKK crap with mm-hmm. uh, David Duke and the Republican Party and oh, I don't know, I'm not, no. oh my gosh, well, that's a group, and then there are also people who are, you know religiously affiliated that they they look at those people just because they identify as christian the actions that they're taking outside of christianity right. or a lot of the people who are like hardcore baptists that are doing horrible things and saying horrible things just because that group all of a sudden it you get demonized or, or or same thing with with you know jews or or muslims or or any of these sure. other things you get if one if it comes out and you're affiliated with that religion it all of a sudden, you become that person that everybody looks at and goes, "Well, you and your religious group are all of you must be crazy because I saw on the news that twelve of you were right." So, right. 
guilt by association. But doesn't uh, doesn't some religion make it okay to go out, do horrible things, and come back and confess and say you're sorry, and then that's Catholicism. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, I was half in, half out growing up. <laughs> yeah. No. It's it's uh. You know, well, what'd you do this weekend? I went out and I raped a mule. All right, see, five, five Hail Marys. Right. There you go. <laughs> and never lay with that mule again. That's right. And apologize. Right. Mules don't enjoy that. So, anyway. Yeah, well, this is your brain on drugs. Yes, it is. Very good, very good. <laughs> At the farmer's market with my so-called girlfriend. She hands me her cell phone. Says it's my dad. Man, this ain't my dad. This is a cell phone. I threw it on the ground. What you think I'm stupid? I'm not a part of this system. My dad's not a phone. Duh. Hello, hello. Things are feeling real good. Are they? Well, it's debatable. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk a little bit about uh mishaps at the workplace or emails but emails that you might have gotten by mistake from a coworker or another company that was working with your company this comes up i was reading random random uh news stories and there's one here um the embassy in canberra is that how you say that c a n b e r r a anyway the embassy there Confirmed it sent an email to multiple recipients. With is the it subject Chimera? Uh, well, it's C-A-N-B-E-R-R-A. Canberra, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's well, okay. That's the best guess. You I learn something new it. every day. Right? So um, uh, it conf- uh, the embassy confirmed that it sent an email to multiple recipients with the subject line, meeting, and contained a photo of a cat eating cookies and wearing cookie monster pajamas. Mm. And so... <laughs> Uh, they they sent an apology email later that said, Sorry to disappoint those of you who are hoping to attend this cat pajama party, but such an event falls well outside of our area of expertise. Uh, it followed up with, It was a training error made by one of our new staff new staff testing out our email. Who obviously, a uh, new staff member, you're going to give them control right. over the uh, send to all right. function <laughs> with the whole Rolodex. Yeah. Of the company. Um, Brand new intern. Right. Emailing the entire cat workforce of 50,000 people. At least it was the whole cu- country. Right. <laughs> At least it was cute and funny. Uh, there's a place that you and I worked years ago, and I got a random email from a doctor, and it was just straight up porn. Just straight up golden shower porn. I was like, David. That's that's golden shower porn from one of our clients f- from a doctor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a lawsuit. I mean, right? But it's... how do you how do you fire the guy who owns the company? You know, like runs right. the company if he's a client. But still, I, I would think it's funny. Right. I'm not one of those people who would jump up and be like, "You, right? You son of a bitch." <laughs> I'm pretty sure it stopped there. I never heard anything from it afterwards, but I remember showing the boss, and we got a pretty good kick out of it for a second. Oh, good laugh. Good laugh. Good laugh. Well, um, okay, so I, I guess, well, I'll actually do you one better. Okay. Um, 
so yes email is bad but if you're talking about workplace mishaps right. and this used to happen all the time so uh and still still does people don't realize so if you look back uh the way business used to be conducted you'd fly out to whoever it is that you want to do business with or broker a deal with and you'd ha- you'd meet their people sit in the conference room sure you, you'd have your phone call there it is that's fine most of it was face to face or over the phone. Now the big thing is teleconferencing, mm-hmm. and they have uh, WebEx and GoToMeeting, right. all of these things where you have the ability to basically share what's on your computer screen right. while you're doing the and conference. Forget that you're sharing. That. Correct. So when somebody <laughs> I've says, done that too. "Yes, I'd like to share my screen," they oftentimes forget that their screen is still rolling and if they also are the host of the meeting if they fail to exit out then their screen is just they could hang up the phone but their screen is still just sending out that feed of what's going right. on so i've got several examples <laughs> this of, happened a few of, times. of this oh yeah but did you ever leave it or is uh, this people that someone else my former partner used to do uh, used to do that, and we used chat. So I always had to be the the person after the phone was was hung up. I immediately caught on after it happened a couple times, and just said, "Hey, dude, close out the meeting, yeah, right? Or disconnect the internet at least. You know, <laughs> do something. Because when you have a chat window open, whether it's Slack or Google Hangouts, right. or uh, if you're really old school, AOL." <laughs> then that stuff pops up on the screen. So, right. And oftentimes when you are in a conference with one of your team members, while you're talking, you're also chatting on the computer back and forth, mm-hmm. thinking nobody can see. Mm-hmm. This so is, this has happened to me. Yes. Yes. Uh, he, there were several times and a lot of times it wasn't bad. It was just one of his friends outside of work, uh, would text him or chat him and be like, you know, bro, are we getting bombed tonight or something along those lines? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, don't answer him. You close it out. It just looks bad. But on the other end, where we let them, you know, do the screen, some of the worst things I've ever seen are, you know, a chat window is open. Uh-huh. And you can see, a ch- you know, the chat pop up on everybody's screen saying, are these guys serious? Or this is a fucking joke. Are you kidding me? Who are these a-holes? And (laughs) my favorite is the reaction that the guy gets when he realizes, oh my God, my screen is on. (laughs) And worst is if he actually replies. Right. I know, right? (laughs) We should get out of this call immediately. Right. Yeah. Obviously, we're such so good at what we do. I've only I've re- never had that happen. Right. This is a friend of a friend. Right. So, but yeah, no, it, it was. Uh, you see that happen, and I'm always the guy like, hey, uh, you know, you're still sharing your screen, right? Might want to maybe hit the hit the off button. Right. <laughs> and oh yes, yeah, sorry. Of course, yeah. the, the you know you immediately know after something like that happens that the. They're they're so embarrassed. There's no way a partnership is going to get formed out of that. Right. But aside from that, there's also my favorite is they have like an assistant, and it's usually some 
young, you know, doesn't really know what he or she is, is really doing there. They're there to kind of, so the boss is there to listen to the pitch and then he, he kind of asks questions or, or, or shuts down. Uh, but he's got his, his assistant there to take the notes to, to do the demonstration. Oh, right. Okay. She's the one with the deck. Uh, she's the one We're we're all around her computer or his computer. Right. So it's usually right after the presentation is, is given. And then we start asking questions like, okay, let's start talking about, about this or that. Well, the, her job is done. Her demonstration is done. Now it's time for the CEO to step in or the, whoever the higher up is to kind of explain the package and really do more, more of the selling. But her screen is still up and you can tell that she is not paying attention. And all of a sudden she starts going or he starts going. One time we did have a guy (laughs) that honestly he went, he, his, he opened up a browser window and he went to start typing stuff in to his search, uh, like looking for a URL, and he entered in www.b, and then Google oh, auto-suggest no. went through his history and was like, do you mean big black butts? No. <laughs> and it was like all this horrible stuff. And then, he, you know, he pulls up something like, um, you know, bliss.org or, sure. you know, something, something. But it, it, we're all sitting there laugh. I mean, I'm just I'm doing everything I can not to explode in laughter because I'm just imagining if the if the CEO actually is paying attention, yeah, if he's looking at his screen, he's he's probably gonna have to have that that talk. He's cringing right now. Like, like what uh, what are you doing on your computer? Yeah. <laughs> that is a work computer, right? I don't care if it's the biggest blackest butt ever, right? I don't think it's necessary to have it up on screen. So yeah, that that's a horror story. Personally, have I ever sent out an email? Mm, I. This is where it gets. It's not work related. Okay. I'm notorious for the, which is why I can't be on social media. Oh right. I get no to like if if I have too many martinis, uh, <laughs> and I'm feel immediately every time I always have that urge to be like. I need to share these thoughts yeah. that I'm having with the world. Right. Second you get on, you see someone else sharing a thought, and you're like, oh, I'm going to run with that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm the most notorious internet troll ever. And I don't care what I'm looking – I mean, because I just – I don't know what – maybe I'm just, just something wrong with me, but I think like 95% of the stuff that I see posted on social media is just dumb. Right. Just what a waste of time. Yeah. You felt it's so important to post this, and it matters to you to let everybody know that you were on a golf course today, or that right. you, you know you ran into your doppelganger mm-hmm. at the local Starbucks, or or the sushi was on sale. And it's very exactly, colorful. it's always like, who cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I yeah, I'm I'm bad. I'll give you an example, which I I just last night. Okay. <laughs> my cousin who's an awesome dude i'd love to have him come in here and, and talk with us Riff. sometime <laughs> yeah he's a he's a he's a southerner he has a had a boat he's a big fisher fisherman okay and he so he has this i don't know what you would call it, a skiff but it's a, it's a you know maybe 20 foot with an outboard okay and uh it's his pride and joy he takes it everywhere trails it everywhere takes it loves to loves to go ocean fishing well he's he put out a post 
uh, on Facebook saying, to all, you must know this. Here's the most recent picture of my boat. It was stolen from this marina at this time. If you happen to see it, they they ditched the trailer, you know, several miles away and talking with the cops. There are no suspects. Well, that's a bummer. And if you're a thief and you're reading this, shame on you, you son of a bitch, you know. <laughs> so I feel where he's coming from. His way to... And he had, you know, yeah. he put up a bunch of pictures of him in his boat. And I really, I feel for the guy, man, because sure. um, it's, you know... Especially if you're a fisherman and you you know you live for that, I'm sure insurance will buy him a he, his next boat. He has a tendency to just continually upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> so his next boat's gonna be bigger and better, and you know he'll be making lemonade out of these he'll lemons. Fine, but yeah. but when I saw the post, me and my stupid mouth. Oh no. I was like, okay. I ha- there's a way to make this funny. Of course, I'm looking through a thread of comments like, oh, I'm so sorry. Right. Oh, my God, that sucks. And, of course, mine is a gif of uh, I'm on a boat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and my caption was, and the thief be all like, I'm on a boat. <laughs> I, I don't suppose you found that too funny. No response. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> Fart in church, man. Uh, but uh, to yeah. me, in my state of mind when I posted it, I thought, wow, I thought I was going to get like a right on. That is pretty. I know I'm, I'm hurting right now, but that was hilarious. You really brightened up my day thinking right. that some dude's cruising around on my boat. My Singing that joy. song. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to follow. I obviously had to follow it up with a, a photo, like one of the, just a, some random viral photo that you'd see, you know, the the epic fail photos. So I went and found one of you know, what does a redneck, you know, fishing boat look like? You know, it's these three guys who weigh 400 pounds who are all riding in this tiny little boat and the thing is barely floating. It, yeah. it's, I mean, it's literally doing a wheelie. Right. The top of the boat's just sticking 10 feet out of the water. And, yeah, and it just, it's hilarious. So I upload that photo and put a little comment underneath that says, uh, "Man, you know, you know, cats in in that town be straight trashy. I can't believe what they might be doing to your little princess right now." <laughs> so, oh, I'm bad. You I'm couldn't let so, it go. I could. I, I do that all the time. And I, the, my favorite ones to troll, I, are the ones where somebody is, it's a pure vanity play, like a selfie of them driving with sunglasses and it's like hashtag Monday drive. <laughs> Monday feeling, Monday yeah. vibe. Feeling the flow. Hashtag <laughs> Tuesday on the road. Right. <laughs> or the, you know, the little, bo- like what they call boomerang posts where the, it, it's, Oh yeah. They move back and forth. Back yeah. And forth. It's that same thing. And then the, the vanity of those, I have one friend who just, she she thinks that she's so insanely awesome she has to post all the time oh boy doesn't stop and and the filters oh my god the filters the she beauty, uses, oh the, the just the fake filter this is the the my life is so great don't you wish you were me right kind of thing so i always whenever i see an opportunity something goes up like a, a picture of her 
just sitting there with her her sun, her sunglasses acting all cool or whatever. I'm like, these. Did you notice that there's a reflection of a dick in in your Ray Bans? Right. Or uh, <laughs> who's driving? I I see the steering wheels right in front of you. Who's driving the car? While who's taking your photo right now? Right. Exactly. How are you? How are you competently operating your oh, automobile cool. while you're? I mean, and also, I'm just trying to imagine if I were the person who pulled up next to that. While they're taking a selfie while they're in the car. like fixing their hair and trying to get all cutesy pootsy and, and and taking like ten or fifteen or twenty j- at the red light, just hoping that they can get that one perfect shot. <laughs> really captures I just, how I feel today. This like, this moment needs to be my people chronicled. My people need to know by this photo. How my I audience feel. deserves the yeah. best, so I give it to them. <laughs> it is not just filler trash. So what is it? Is it? The guy pulls up next to someone like that. Oh, I just I'm, I if I were that person, I, I would probably th- throw a slushy at them. Yeah. <laughs> boomerang that. Right. Boomerang the, boomerang the and you getting it. you getting smashed weird science style, by uh by an icy right cherry flavored. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag bummer. Oh ha- sorry. Ha- hashtag. Hashtag sad. Try Hashtag to beautify that picture. Exactly. Well, a great. That would be epic. Just if he had the, just the face smash and the liquid going everywhere. But yeah, that that's um. That's where I, I, I I'm really. That's where I'm bad. That's yeah. where I, I like you ask. That's why I can't be on social media because now they use that for, you know, corporate stuff. Oh, they, yeah. you, know, you research. Oh, who all. is this guy or who is this? Oh, you know, he's a. I found him on LinkedIn. Does he have a social media presence? Mm-hmm. Let's check out his uh, Instagram feed, and then you know they go on. They go. That's why uh, every post that I put up there is a screenshot of something I see that's stupid. <laughs> so another one that I put up last night was a, an ad that showed up because I never. I only go on rarely just to check, but an ad showed up that said T Pain's Business School, like the rapper <laughs> T Pain. He's yeah. like sitting there with his glasses on, smoking a cigar or T-Pain something. T Pain's business school. And so I screenshotted that and then, you know, tagged my cousin who's a fisherman and added it to the feed and said Class one oh one The business of boating yeah. with T Pain. <laughs> but that's so stupid to me. So everything that I have, everything that I post is something that I find just so ridiculous. I know, but you also think you're just, I can see you like thinking on the other end going, he's He's gonna he's gonna laugh at this. Oh yeah, I even did an experiment, <laughs> just because I I think the Facebook algorithm is a is just it it controls too much. Yeah, there's too much power that they have with all your data. So you know the more you feed it, the more it learns. So I'm all about feeding misinformation in terms of the stuff that I, instead of commenting on other people's stuff, the stuff that I on my status update what I think is cool. So I went three straight months posting nothing but photos of pugs <laughs> and me- memes of pugs it was like you know a, a pug with a hat on that pug life that's ha- right hashtag pub- pug that's life. right i remember some of those and that was all i put po- was just like nothing but pu- pugs my instincts were telling me people are gonna who doesn't love funny pug memes right people are gonna people are gonna love this i didn't realize that people just thought i was weird like you're just weird. You're just weird. You it. never post anything that's of any not. Real yeah, it's all substance. just. It's funny, but I have no idea why you would post it. 
Like all of a sudden, you were in pu- into pugs last week. Yeah. <laughs> N- now you're into feet, or now you're now you're posting stuff about uh, sewer lines right. or, uh, yeah. or tire, tire rotation. Yeah. What's I see no continuity here. But right. once again, my end goal never was to be like, give me a like, subscribe right. to my meow meow meow. Mm-hmm. It was always like, you Facebook. Right. Advertise, advertise this. Right. You know, then I started getting all this stuff like, <laughs> do you need a new dog collar for your pug? Oh, yeah. Everybody was like, do you get a new dog? And they're all Facebook's just thinking, sending me all this pet product stuff. And, uh, of course, I have to click on it. Oh, because then it just builds more. Because more. then they just, they're like, the, feed this guy as much pet stuff as possible. The floodgates are open. And this then guy if, likes I also, pugs. if I also see random ads that show up that are like just no interest in them not what's for you no <laughs> no not for me at all i have to click on them right i have to and then comment i'll actually comment on the ad and be like this seems like a slam dunk of a product <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know how i've lived my life without it you are changing the world without this shake weight this is oh the genius behind yeah. this. <laughs> uh, to pull it back around, I've only had one mishap on the on the sharing of screens. I think I was uh, in the middle of a sales pitch and some of the people on the phone, and I'd done really well. And, and then got... your desktop shows up, and you're in a robe with a <laughs> champagne <laughs> bottle. Well, we were just sharing screens. We weren't, sh- we weren't actually in, you know, they couldn't see each other, but the chat chat popped up and i remember you know i was chatting to my crew i was like you have a crew well at this time when i was doing this i thing. always wanted a crew right so i'm like i'm like man this guy is really tough cookie <laughs> he chimed back in he's like well you know i want to make sure i know exactly what i'm getting i'm like oh yeah nice. yeah it, so yeah you you were hurts. you're using a little counterintelligence there maybe <laughs> pretending like the chat window was open. You're saying it actually might have worked in my favor. Well, if you had left it open and, and just had somebody else who was playing along, be like, these guys are the most amazing. Right. This is going so, so much better right. than I thought it could. <laughs> I think he's going to ask me to be best man in his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll so, keep you posted. We're all going to be millionaires. It's rare, but I guess there could be a, a mishap that ends up working in your favor. Well, if especially if you've got someone that's like counter you and like say you were on that call and I texted that and you were like, and you totally came up with that idea on the spot and just started We're riffing. just twisted enough with our sense of humor to pull something like that off, I think. We probably could. If we could just set up a um, meeting with any random and, and, and just go into a chatting. demo and start chatting <laughs> right. and just see how they react. Or how long it takes for them to say, it, um, yeah, exactly. excuse me guys, I can see your screen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just send photos of just stupid photos back and forth. Right. And it'd be like, so. Or, or just, ha- what if we were faked it like we were having a lover's quarrel or going through just going through this hideous divorce? Not now. And I told you after the meeting. And you're chatting with your wife. Like, Take the ice cube trays. I don't give a fuck anymore. Right. All caps. <laughs> I never liked him anyway. It was all crap. <laughs> Have fun with my best friend, you whore. I mean, what were we talking lot. about? Um, with the demo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it seems like, is there a better time for you guys? Uh, no, 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 no. This is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. It's fine. You bitch. It's fine. <laughs> I'll be okay. It would be elaborate, but it would be really funny to like sort of position ourselves with a product and call some random Oh, company. you you'd have to set it up to where you're you're documenting the whole experience and they're the mark right. and they just don't know that you know then exactly. you you come back and you're like oh I just give you a copy of yeah this wasn't even a right. real meeting. Let's right. get to the real meeting now. Right. I mean we would have to create some sort of fake product or or service and find a company we wanted to call and actually set up a and pitch them on it. I'll pitch them on something and the whole time we're just and the check. best would be if the demo just started going horribly, like your computer was just so screwed up, you know, right. everything about it. Like, imagine just the worst webinar experience that you could create. <laughs> so it's just so bad. So, you know, you're connected, but you're yeah. chatting with somebody in a very angry, elaborate fashion. And all of a sudden, pop-ups just start streaming in. <laughs> From all these different sources, the screen pops up for, and then you're searching divorce lawyers. And we know you're interested in boner pills. Right. Looking to add a little extra length and girth. Hold on, let me close out of that. Sorry about that, fellas. That just thinks got a mind of its own. It does sound like a project. That would be hilarious. Be pretty fun to document. The, just the the whole show. Right. Be about just horrible, horrible meetings where you're pranking companies. That would be great. <laughs> we just got to come with the perfect product that people would want to get on the screen and watch a demo of. And, that would, and, and maybe the demo that we do is just so completely unrelated to the right. product. And we show them projections. Right. If you do business with us, <laughs> this these are the numbers that we can project for you. Right. $10 billion in the first four days. And every quarter, an awesome cat video will show up in your email box. Our numbers support this. Yeah. We, we've got a team working around the clock to put these projections together. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. This is going to be a huge cash cow for you. You can't afford to turn us down. You're talking about new reality shows. And now, <laughs> I know you are interested in our in product A, but let's let's. I don't want to use the word upsell here because I feel like it sells itself. <laughs> but let's just move. Let me just see if I can slide in irrelevant product B. Right. That will act absolutely cannibalize product one right. it makes no sense whatsoever we've got blue sky chill out balls that's right <laughs> on top of the toner that we're going to be selling you right. we'd also like to sell you a massage chair <laughs> before you say no <laughs> you haven't heard you haven't seen the dip we put a little video together Tony, go. light it up. Here's our demo. Tony, light it up. Show him the show him the commercial. Some girl riding an electric bull. <laughs> a dog, a, a a dog riding, or a, what was it, what would it be like a, a monkey riding on top of a pug, or a monkey riding on top of right. a dog? He's like, so what do you think? Right. <laughs> Are you convinced yet? Look, I think you're I think you're a little speechless right now, and I what and did I accept that, that? What did that have to do with anything? I didn't see a massage chair. I didn't see toner. I saw a dog, a monkey riding a dog. Well, it, 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 you can get all of this for the low we price try. of. Look, I hate to I, I hate to use such tactics as shock and all, but I'm gonna use another one on you. It's called the takeaway. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we maybe we're not gonna. This is a huge opportunity that you're about to piss away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a 
advantage. <laughs> just trying to be like an amazing salesman for the like the worst product oh, ever on the just phone. Just an unstoppable sales force for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> okay, okay, I hear you. You're a little hesitant. Yeah. What if I were to t- sweeten the, the deal a little bit, huh? <laughs> He's over there going, oh no. How do you like toasters? <laughs> do you own a toaster? I do. Do you own a top of the line toaster? Well. You ever heard of a little little company called Sanyo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They make a toaster that's pretty top shelf. Wow. Now we're offering these free with every $10,000 deposit. Can we go ahead and lock you in? <laughs> Set up. Let's get the paperwork started. Let's get it done. Let's ink this, baby. Done deal. Ah. Uh. Uh. That's a good one. All right. I, lo- I like how we just completely tangented off that. Yeah. <laughs> Some poser hands me cake at a birthday party. What you want me to do with this? Eat it. Happy birthday to the ground. I threw the rest of the cake too. Welcome to the real world, jackass. So many things to throw on the ground. Like this and this and that and even this. Two Hollywood phonies tried to give me the autograph. Nobody wants your autograph, phonies. Then the two phonies got up, turned out they had a taser, and they tased me in the butthole. I fell to the ground, the phonies didn't let up. Tasing on my butthole over and over I was screaming and squirming My butthole was on fire The moral of this story is You can't trust the system Man